0: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And the NFL season is stronger than ever before. And right now, new customers can bet $5 on any game this week and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. All you have to do is use code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're going to welcome in Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook and Twitter online. He's one of our Lions NFL insiders, like I mentioned last hour. What a start to finish. I know there's some junk points at the end for Bryce Young and Carolina. But 42-24, it seemed to be an easy 42 points. Uh, Everything was working. Uh, The Lions were down three key players, and they've shown this depth that keeps popping up. And when they get their frontliners all together, it's scary to think what this team could do. I will say after watching the Niners last night, and even the Eagles, that the Lions rode uh, to any movement Uh, in the playoffs, is going to be as much home field advantage as they can get. Uh, You're not going to go win at San Francisco, and maybe there's a better chance winning at Philly, but man, the Niners look tough, so we'll talk about the NFC. The NFC North, the Lions with a three-game lead over the Vikings and the Bears. Hope the Packers lose tonight. I mean, maybe they'll start printing NFC North playoff tickets uh, before they get to the Tampa game on Sunday, which will be uh, the late afternoon game on Fox. If you have a Lions comment or question, our huge question of the day, uh, what was the good and bad you took uh, from that Lions victory? I'm trying to think of the bad. I really am. I know giving up 24, but like I said, some of that is junk. Uh, you can drop your comments on the Mercantile Bank listener line one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Let's welcome in Uh, Jeff Risden, Rizzy, we talked last week and most predicted an easy double-digit victory for the Lions. And then I was sharing some of your stories as, you know, through Friday into Saturday, early Sunday, that, you know, key players weren't going to be a part of this. And the Lions still found a way with this
2: next man up uh, to blow out Carolina. It was great. And, you know, one of the things that I liked about it, you brought it up. It was a stress-free day. Like they got they got out fourteen nothing and there was never any inclination in my mind that they were going to lose that game, N- no chance at all. So a little little peek behind the veil of what we do as as writers who cover the team, we like to try to pre-write as much of the post-game story as we can during the game, and most of the time with the Lions that's been a difficult chore because you never know it could go one way or the other. I started writing my post-game report in the middle of the second quarter in this game totally confident that, the, that i wouldn't have to edit it much i'm just just filling in some de- later details they were just so much better and in control in all phases of the game and that's 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 our reality now we don't have to worry about the team laying an egg against a bad football team i think i think we all feel pretty good about that and carolina that's that's a bad football team uh, they've got a bad quarterback They've got bad receivers. They they they're bad offensive line, bad defensive line. Like they that's not a good football team. And the Lions did what good teams do. They took care of a bad team easily, thoroughly, and like you said, they did it without Amon Ross St. Brown. They did it without Jameer Gibbs. They did it without Brian Branch. It's like three of their ten most important players, probably um, Gibbs isn't there yet, but he he could be. That's 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 a testament to how good the depth is on this team and how well that that they feed into the whole next man up mentality. You know, Dan Campbell and the coaches got their guys ready and we got we got a great performance from Will Harris. Um didn't, didn't expect that. Got a got a great performance from Craig Reynolds late in the game. Didn't really expect that. Like, they they just brought guys in, and they did their jobs, and they did it very well. You could see the
1: fresh legs uh, for Reynolds coming in at the end. Oh, absolutely. Uh, how, how important that was. You look at Montgomery, who quietly, I think, is the best pickup by the Lions uh, in the offseason draft and free agency. Uh, Golf uh, not hurting the team. Again, interception free. Like I mentioned, I see 342 total yards, but I understand that uh, half of that was in the fourth quarter when Carolina scored 14 and the game was over. The most impressive thing that continues on this team that is starting to get some attention, Rizzy, is the rush defense.
2: Oh, it's great.
1: It's phenomenal. It's, It's one of the best we've ever seen from the Lions.
2: They are the best in the league at stopping the run on first down. Anybody who's ever played football or coached football or watched football knows how important it is. If you're putting that team, when they try to run the ball on first and ten, and it's second and eight, it's second and nine, you, you're winning as a defense because then you can dictate what they do. They can't run again on second and nine. If they do, they might get to third and seven. Uh, that That's so critical. And that that's one thing that you know. Aaron Glenn has taken some grief, and I've, I've given it to him, you've given it to him. Um, and a lot of it's been deserved, but the 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 way that he has schemed up and and created the responsibilities that he has for the linebackers and the linemen and even the, the defensive backs in in stopping the run on first down, it's a concerted effort, and they did a very good job at it. I'm not concerned at all about Carolina's big yardage at the end of the game. They got their last two scores, both of those were officiating assisted, uh, especially the last one. That was that was crap. Alex Anzalone gets penalized because he hit Bryce Young and Bryce Young short. That's, that's the only reason that penalty happened. If Bryce Young is six feet tall, that's not a penalty because the shoulder pad's not hitting his helmet.
1: Well, they actually said on Fox that illegal use of the helmet against Shorty. They said that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, or maybe you weren't uh, watching, but I was. I uh, You were just holding on. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And, and there was like the Lions, the game was. Out of hand, soft coverage. You know, Young looks really good uh, when you know nothing's on the line, and they weren't playing the straight up defense. And uh, just a you know, bottom line was you wanted to get the four and one, which they did, and you get Tampa, which is another pivotal road game. My lord, if they can go win at Tampa after winning at KC at Green Bay, that would be so big for this team. It's gonna because, be a heck of a game. Yeah, it is, and I and I mentioned that. You know, this season now, this is what's crazy, even what you're saying about writing that story in the second quarter. This season is already about playoff positioning
2: for the Lions, and we're we're five games in. But but look at it. Those, you, you brought up the, the Bears, the Vikings. They're both one and four. They don't look good. Green Bay, we handle them pretty easily in Green Bay. Like, I'm not going to write them off yet because it's the Packers and they do have some talent. Well,
1: Grableau is playing tonight. I'm, I'm going with the Raiders to win that game just because if you're a Lions fan, you want it
2: to happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they, they, got a, they got a shot at that. Max Crosby is going to be a big, big problem for Green Bay. Uh, they couldn't stop Hutchinson. They couldn't stop Charles Harris. I dare say Max Crosby is... I want to say he's better than Hutchinson, but he's on that level. Is he better than T.J. Watt? By The Steelers' defense was awesome yesterday against 100. the Ravens, weren't they? That's uh, that, was, that was a crazy—the Steelers have won two games this year where they had zero business. They won a game against the Browns. Their they, defense won both of those games. They trailed the Browns by 10 at halftime, got one first down in the second half, and won the game by 10 points. That that's rare defense. Pickett had one good throw in that game and put him in there. Their the lead, their, right? their offense in New England's offense are setting the NFL back. I mean, it, it's not even three yards. It's the, the last year for Belichick, isn't it? It sure seems that way. He's, but he
1: has so much juice, I would think, with Kraft that he goes when he wants to. Oh, a
2: hundred percent.
1: But he he's getting he's getting older. He's not a young man but anymore. If he, but if he's so bad the rest of this year, and they're able to get one of those elite quarterbacks. Will he be rejuvenated?
2: That's right. That's a good question. That's something I'm sure they're talking about in, in, uh, in Massachusetts today because uh, they they look bad. Bailey Zappy looks better than Mac Jones, by the way. Just just saying.
1: Yeah, Bailey, I, I loved him in college at Western Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he came up. I was at that game. He, good was, he was looked. fantastic. Oh, God. He, that, Michigan,
1: that was a game I said this dude is an NFL. He almost is like a Brock Purdy type guy, isn't he?
2: Yeah, he is. He's uh, he's He's got a lot to, to like. He's he's not very big, but he's – And all of us who were in East Lansing that day were like, that guy can play. And uh, he's showing a little bit. I mean, they, they're – they're rough, man. That that that's a bad. Fo- so I saw a graph this morning on whatever they call Twitter now. X. <laughs> they're they're dead last in both rushing offense and passing offense. That's pretty hard to do, and they did it after firing Matt Patricia. So Matt Patricia actually made their def or their offense better than what Bill Belichick well, the, is. Doing.
1: The New England crowd was that's chanting. Well. It was it was it was a thunderous, deafening roar. Bring back Matt. Bring back back. <laughs> We haven't we haven't had too much luck with Matts. No. with the Lions have we. I mean Matt Sa- Patricia, Matt Millen. Oh, who's the best Matt to ever? I mean Stafford was good. Matt, Matt St- well, he's Matthew. He was good, he wasn't great in Detroit, okay? I don't want to go back down that road. Who was the guy that <laughs> set golf? Golf will lead him to a Super Bowl. No one on the list, and I took all those arrows. Oh, my God.
2: It's looking better. You were a little premature on that, but it's looking better now.
1: <laughs> I've been premature all my life. I From the day I was born, I've been premature. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, joining us in studio. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now you can get in on the action tonight. Packers. And the Raiders, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, can bet five bucks on tonight's game and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And if you're already a DraftKings customer, uh, you're getting offers every game day this October. So, get in on tonight's game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers will score that $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks on tonight's NFL Monday night matchup. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117, 21 and up, in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.x or draftkings.com slash terms. Back to the Lions. Dan Campbell's post-game speeches are going viral every week. Uh, God, you hear that guy, and you can understand why the players love him, why the front office ownership, why people covering uh, the Lions, the fans, uh, love that guy. And and I like his messaging right now. It's building up to there's something there if you guys keep bringing it,
2: right? Right. But he's not – He's not anointing them. He's not crowding no, them. He's no. making them go you earn keep it. hungry,
1: still. work hard. All these different phrases he's putting into these post-game
2: speeches, like, "Hey, we're 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 on a good path here." Yeah, and that's that's. Remember who he played for when he was an NFL player. He played for Bill Parcells. Parcells, uh, I have I have I have some questions about his overall effectiveness. But one of the things that his teams were known for. Was they got progressively better as a year went on? You needed to get them early because you weren't going to get them late. And when they got into the postseason, when their quarterbacks were good, they won. And I, I think Dan Campbell sees carries a lot of that sort of same mindset. Like, don't get complacent, don't get happy with where you're at. Keep hungry, stay at it. And I think that's it's working very well. The message is definitely being received. And, and you're right, huge. It's it's. It's so easy to to see why everybody likes Dan Campbell, from the players to his assistant coaches who he empowers and trusts and and enables to do their job the way that they want to, giving them the best possible things that he can. That's, uh, you know, the the concept of servant leadership, it permeates throughout this organization. It works, and it's the the polar opposite of what we had before this regime. And that... the, you, you can't watch this team and not think, my God, look how far we've come, even even from you know the beginning of last year when when we were what one and six. At this time last year, you and I had a conversation like we're going to have to worry about is who's golf Dan- the future is Dan Campbell exactly the future, right? Is yeah. Aaron
1: Glenn have a future in Detroit? We were going down the
2: list right, and, and those were fair talking points at that time. It seems crazy now, but yeah, we had to have those conversations because it wasn't working. Now it, now it's working really, really well. We talked about how the fast start was so necessary, to, not
1: to validate anything, but to really trigger what could be one of the best seasons we've ever seen from the Lions franchise. And here they are in the schedule now. This This tells you when a team... I was looking at the schedule this morning at breakfast. There's not a game that doesn't look winnable. Based on the way they're playing and based yeah. on health. And even with... The next man up mantra with this team. When I look at Reynolds and Laporta and Raymond and even Marvin Jones with a couple of catches and Montgomery out of the backfield with two, it's the next man up. You know, j had a few targets, uh, but, you know, he just, he's, he was a, you have to earn it. We talked about that last week. People mm-hmm. were expecting, you know, these bombs and he's going to score uh, touchdowns and, you know he he'll a, he he get a, he'll get, he'll
2: get his shots. He 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 got he had no chance on the first catch that he had. Right. They lost two yards. The the, the defender Darnier caught the ball. Uh, they they were keying on him.
1: Yeah, three targets, two catches, but two yards. Yeah, the greatest um,
2: two yards in Lions history. Pretty much. I will say this: he blocked, fantastic. And that's that's you brought that point. up in
1: one of your uh, post uh, post game yeah. at Lions Wire about hey it, well not a lot of yardage not a lot of flash but it's blocking because he's so quick to get on
2: somebody he is and he's tenacious I mean he's he's six a buck ninety probably uh, he he might not weigh that much. He gets after you. like he He's not going to back down on that. And Marvin, Nick Saban, your, your wide receivers have to block. Amen. And uh, remember, he came from Ohio State. Ohio State receivers. Ohio
1: State. They block. You get $100 per block. That wouldn't surprise that me. That was trestle money. You can take it to the tattoo. And bar. Ohio State was lucky. Maryland didn't put that game away early and let him hang around. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yes, very much so. And the way the way Day was throwing, knowing that the spread was like 19 and a half, he knows the spread to keep Ohio State fans happy. And they covered. He's a smart guy. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, they covered. Yeah, Don't sleep on me, man. That's not a bad football team. How man, good really. is Marvin
2: Harrison Jr.? Milo, can you imagine him with a great quarterback? He is, in my estimation, and I've been doing the draft coverage since 2004, he's the best wide-receiving prospect since Galvin Johnson. I agree. You know when he has more, and it might not even be close. Like he's there, he will be the number one overall player on my draft board at the end of the year. I can say that already. Doesn't mean he's going to go number one, but you're not going to find anybody with a higher grade than him. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah. So Draft Wire, by the way, Jeff Rizdin from the Lions Wire,
1: twenty four seven coverage of the Lions year round, and the Draft Wire. uh, Also, the managing editor there. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, online. Yeah. It's like they said, "Hey, you know what, guys? Why don't we start throwing to Marvin Harrison Jr. in that game against Maryland, right? Because they can't cover him."
2: There, yeah, and and why not get the ball out a little quicker because Ohio State's offensive line is trash, and that's why Michigan. Well, the quarterback's taking a lot
1: of heat, right? It, but get it to Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, all the time.
2: Throw to him every single time. I mean, they got other dudes too. Abuka's pretty good too, and he's a guy that. Lions fans might want to study Emeka Egbuka just a little bit because if they're looking first-round wide receiver... They're going to be picking 32. Let's hope so. Which means they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so right now, I looked at it last night, they were slated to pick 28th. Mm, that's without close? playoff... That's, that's good. So, as somebody who does the Lions and the draft, is that the lowest they've ever that, picked? That, that's a very weird thing for me. Is that the lowest projected pick ever for the Lions? It's, it's pretty close. When they got, so, uh, Barry. When, when they took, uh, what was his name? Uh, the guard from Duke, Laken Tomlinson. He was 27. Back in, he worked out pretty well with the Niners, right? Didn't they let him go or something like that? They Whatever. did. Yeah. Um, he, was actually, he wasn't actually he was bad in Detroit either. Lions fans just hated him because he was a first-round guard. Um, he wound up being the same dude in San Francisco, and right. people out there liked him because they didn't have to pay for it as much. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jeff
1: Risden Lions while you're in studio on the huge show across Michigan talking about uh, the Lions 42-24 win over the Panthers yesterday. Lions 4-1. I think the Lions Nation rooting for a Green Bay loss tonight. Monday night football against the Raiders. If you have a Lions comment or question, uh, you can join us. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE uh, to 21,000. Rizzi will break down uh, the Lions defense. Talk about Hutch his athleticism
2: at that interception
1: oh my gosh uh, let's relive that uh, we will we'll talk about it. and and he's up there with it, what was the official thing i shared about the most interceptions from a dn right yeah he's there yeah he's there oh my gosh <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah just the and anzalone off the field what he's going through uh with so uh, the war j- in just Israel. a real quick
2: thing i had an interview scheduled with him tomorrow he had to reschedule for um, and I don't blame him um, with what's going on. His parents are, are trapped in, in Tel Aviv Two of 53 Americans yeah. who are in Tel Aviv who are on a they were on a tour. tour. They were touring with a church group, and uh, unfortunately they're caught in the, in the crossfire. And he reached out
1: and tweeted the president of the United States and said, help my family and their friends get home. Yeah. So I kind of put everything in perspective. he, when you look he, he at played a
2: monster game yesterday too. He really and, did. And he said it was on his mind, obviously, but still yeah. played. You know, yeah. that's that something about his character. It reminds you that they're they're humans, not just more.
1: football it's, players. It's bigger than football. Absolutely. As I said when I, you know, tweeted out the story, bigger than football, and you got the war that's broke out now uh, in the Middle East. So we'll. Touch on a lot connected to the Lions, arrest to the NFL. Like I said, if you want to join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is HUGE. And now, to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu.
0: Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs and maybe some mischief. Oh my. The boys are backing down. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Hunks. Sexy costumes, hot dance moves, your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh my.
1: That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to Beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to Beangarter.com, that's dot rcom and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Beangarter. Find out more at Beangarter.com.
0: There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor.
2: Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lagerbeer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge
0: Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back on the HUGE show, hour number two on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Superfly, his buddy Hammer and Hank, and Keith the Magic Man are going to be part of the HUGE Rivalry Cup coming up on Monday. Now we have two shotguns, one at 8 a.m. at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford 12 noon at the Alpine Golf Club that Nick Lipinski and the family uh, just purchased, and they'll take over officially uh, here at the end of the golf season. So you have a chance to win a two-freesome and lunch. Uh, You'll have to buy your own beverages. That's it. Uh, And if you're 21 and up, get your two-person team in with the handicaps for both of you individually. A lot of people are saying like a, a number together. Well, then we'll just split it, and I don't want to hear you guys argue because when I start putting together these things, my first thought before I do it, oh, this is going to be awesome. Alpine Golf Club in Grand Rapids on the northwest side, the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford, and then I'm the one having to kind of organize it. So phone's been up against the wall at least 37 times in the last three days. But if you want to get in on the drawing, which we're going to do tonight, tomorrow, for a free twosome. Just go to at Huge Show on Twitter. You'll see the pinned tweet. The Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pinned post. And give me your name, uh, your golf partner's name, each of your handicaps. Do you want to be on the Michigan or Michigan State side? Because what's happening, we're doing a shotgun with 18 holes. Two-person teams from Michigan and Michigan State will hook up and play each other in three nine-hole matches. Scramble, best ball, and alternate shot. And then there'll be lunch. After the 18 served up by Eric Schwab, Nick Lipinski, and the crew, they're excited to have both golf courses. And it's our way of kind of celebrating the rivalry. It really is cool. You wear your Michigan or Michigan State colors. Uh, I'll be doing FaceTimes with Michigan State gear on with all the Michigan State fans at both events. So I'll be FaceTiming you. won't be official relationship, but I'll just be FaceTiming you fully clothed. That will be coming up on Monday. Uh, well, fully clothed is yeah, an important yeah. So I gotta, there. I got I got to state that at, at both the Alpine Golf Club and North Kent Golf Club. Don't worry. That's it. I will, I will do that. I'll FaceTime the Michigan fans too, Superfly. You think I'm you think I'm sliding Michigan State. No, I'm I'm going to I'll FaceTime everybody. But I only FaceTime fully clothed. That's my motto. So that'll be a great day. Uh, get your twosome in now. Go to at Huge Show, the pin tweet, uh, the Huge Show on Facebook, the pin post. And Superfly will be there. I'll be there. I'm going to be playing at North Kent because I play at 8. It takes about five hours with the three nine-hole matches. Then I'll do my show statewide. And also Nick Lipinski and the crew, they have the Arrowhead Golf Course in Caro, which is over in the Thumb. And Nick and his family have become a big part of the West Michigan community. He's also involved in the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, we'll have some giveaways from the Gold. Also, the Wings top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Bob Kayser, the voice of the Griffins, in studio on Thursday. The Kayser is back at 4 p.m. Hockey begins for the Wings on Thursday, followed by their top farm affiliate, loaded with talent here on the west side of the state. So thank you. Uh, to the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford, the Alpine Golf Club on the northwest side of GR, and I'm going to randomly draw. What do we have? Uh, is it 72? Is that right? I think so. 72? Or yes, that's what you told me. Yeah, 72 golfers. Thank you. I'm trying to do the math. We have 18 holes, four golfers a hole, right? 72 golfers. That math checks out. Thank you. Uh, you're a, you're a math whiz. That's why Lane is getting a D1 scholarship because or D2. <laughs> Or D three, whatever he wants. Where's your son going to school at now? Good question.
2: He has options. Yeah, we did an official visit, and he picked up an offer on Friday. So where good. at? Uh, Case Western Reserve in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, is that is that D two, D three, D three? They're in the nerd league um, with uh, it's called nerd. Uh, well, they're not technically the nerd league, but it's oh. it's very high academic. He's too smarter than. Him. Well, what's in the? Well, who's in the nerd league? Um... Carnegie Mellon, uh, University of Chicago, oh my God. Washington University in St. Louis, where he also has an offer. Uh, he's, he's really that's re- one of those student sections that chants, We're going to be your boss one day. We're going to be your boss one day. Uh, yeah, they they do do that. It's uh,
1: so he's going ones. through the process of he has D two offers. Yes, but now believe it or not, he's an athlete that's looking that academics may be more important than the basketball
2: he and they that's who they get in that in that D3 conference like that uh not not that you don't get that around here too but uh that's you know he realized about midway through his sophomore year you know what dad i can get to i can get to college where i want to go from basketball and but i'm there for college as much as i'm there for basketball and that's that's a good good way of looking at that's it that's called growing up it, it really is yeah uh, and nice. it's it's fun you know a lot of his friends are making commitments now around to different places, it's it's really neat to see all these kids that I've seen since they were in third, fourth grade, all going going on to play at the next going, level. Yeah, D one, D two, D three, the run the gamut, man. It, it's really cool to see that, and then I know a lot of the parents. Uh, it's it's such a, a prideful time for for all that going on. All the and, uh, hard
1: work when you're driving them around to those you know youth tournaments, or when you're just there. Through the good and bad for them, it's it's the greatest joy for a parent. It has nothing to do about winning and losing. It really does. No, it doesn't. It has to do that you've watched your son or
2: daughter grow as a person. Absolutely. And I will. I will miss my, my son's a senior this year at Zealand East. I will desperately miss the six hour car rides to tournaments every weekend. And it was great bonding, wasn't? it? Oh, it was awesome.
1: It was. Uh, I, I I say everything when it's, it, my kids were playing. When Ava was playing high level. Club soccer. She's playing now at Aquinas. When she was 12, 11, 12, the, the drives to Greensboro, North Carolina, with just me and her in the car, are still the best just, memories outside of the day they were born, the best memories. And you don't get that in football. Football is more. Yeah, football is a little you, different. You develop as an individual more that, you know, it's the football season, it's the workouts, it's. All that the parents aren't because uh, there's not travel.
2: Right, there's there some travel football, but not a lot. Yeah, not a lot of it. And like basketball, my, my daughter plays both basketball and volleyball. We and she's a freshman at she's a freshman at Zealand East. She's um, awesome. Is she on the varsity volleyball team. Yet? She is not. Um, okay, well, we're she, going to change she's, that right now. She's cleaning up on JV. Uh, they actually want to turn her. I went by. Um, your place this weekend. We've we let out in Lowell. Uh, by the way, I got to say something. For for Lowell High School, they hosted a JV tournament. Eight teams there on Saturday. All eight had very respectable programs. Like the parents didn't have one weird parent interaction. P- parents weren't yelling. The officiating was really good. We got a couple of gyms too there to play in, right? Didn't they? Yeah. Both, right? Yeah. The big one and the little one. Yeah. Right? Uh, we, we wound up playing playing all in the in the big gym, but it was. It was a great run tournament. So I got to give the tip of the hat to, to Lowell. Well, Lowell's done a great job. They added
1: that nice soccer and lacrosse field right out in front beautiful. of the school. I, I
2: had never been out there before. That was, that was very yeah, nice That soccer nice stadium was,
1: yeah. uh, and I think Lowell and Byron Center have yeah. two of the best soccer stadiums that are really soccer and slash. I think lacrosse might play there as well. Throw, so. a, quick,
2: throw a quick bone to, to our friend Mark Ewell, too. The, the officiating that I've seen in volleyball and football this year, it's getting better. It really is. Football has been good. Yeah, football. I mean, they're, they're, you're obviously going to have complaints, but they're human, and I think that they're 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 doing a pretty darn good job out there. I will
1: say from all the high school sports and my kids that that the soccer officiating has been absolutely Angel Hernandez like in Major League <laughs> Baseball head I, I'm telling because the sport here's here's soccer's problem, and I've told this to Mark, you, the executive director, of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It's the only sport where behind the play, the officials are following the ball, right? right? Yeah. So there's nobody from behind who can see, and that's where there are cheap shots, a lot of injuries, a lot of you know fouls not called. And I've always said you get a, a you get the two refs on each side, and you get the referee in the middle. That one of those guys should always stay back to watch the backside, and the flag can go up. But there's a cheap shot, right? Yeah, that's it for soccer. But they, you know, high school sports. It, and I, you know, Grand Rapids Catholic Central Hills Eastern had a big game, and we were in it at a halftime. Then Catholic just everything unraveled for us, and they took advantage of it. And they're a great program. And you know, a holding call, which I again I watched a film. It was close, and they yeah. called it, and uh, so be it. But you know, it's still a four-quarter game. It really is. And you have to learn. You know, I know we've talked about the Lions. And this is what I feel about them right now through the good and bad over the last three years and especially the 8-2 and two finish last year. That they've learned how to close out games and finish. They've learned
2: about four-quarter football. They have. They they're The third quarter hasn't been so good the last couple weeks, but the... They scored 14 points in the other three quarter. Each of the other three. Well, quarters even they yesterday. came out
1: flat against Seattle, if you remember, in they the did.
2: third quarter, right? They, they, and that's something where Dan
1: Campbell can. T- is, there, is there a problem there that you see?
2: I I just wonder if if when they're taking a lead into the halftime, if they deliberately slow down the offense a little bit. It almost seems like they're they're going at a little bit of a slower pace. You know, they're snapping the ball with two or three left on the on the play clock instead of you know ten or twelve. And as a defense, he can sort of get into a rhythm with that. That, that by the way, was a massive criticism of mine when Jim Bob Cooter was the offensive coordinator for the Lions. And uh, my friend Brett and I actually timed it. They snapped the ball with four seconds left, 39 plays in a row. You don't think the defense is going to clue in on that? You, you don't have those problems with well, this. Jim Lions Bob team. Cooter, the guy that ended up in somebody
1: else's uh Bedroom, or climbed in their house, or, or was he, he the guy through Wendy? I was just going to say,
2: was he the guy who went through the Wendy? No, no, he he wound up in somebody else's house
1: when yeah. he was with Indy, right? Yes, like, came yeah. home and thought it was his house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, that happened. It happens, man. It does. Where where does it happen? <laughs> Apparently, in, <laughs> yeah. But where, where, Jim where does it happen when your uh, NFL assistant coaches are driving? At some point, if you're naked going through a fast food drive-through.
2: I don't know what the reason is. I there's not a lot of good reasons for that <laughs> and to happen. They still kept their jobs. Yeah, he did. I mean, that is like uh, that's uh, we're we're beyond those I think
1: days. We are because you know now with the Lions, what what is incredible, Rizzy, is that we're watching this team, and outside, like I said, slow starts third quarter. Uh, I, I said at halftime last night uh, or yesterday afternoon, the, the tweet was, "I have nothing to complain about." How many times have I ever said that at huge show on Twitter or the huge show that's, on Facebook about anything? That's incredibly out of character for I, you, I, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Rissy. I'm like, I have nothing to complain about. I'll talk to you guys later. They're like, how come you didn't do a post game Facebook Live? I did one before I go, because there's really nothing to complain about at the end. I there's mean, nothing to not really celebrate. It was Carolina winless team. I get that, so
2: we're moving on. I'll you know we'll do one maybe next week after the game at Tampa Bay. That's gonna be a fun game. That's 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 got some serious playoff implications to it because these are right now it sure looks like I know it's early. The Buccaneers look like the best team in the NFC South, and I, I don't think there's any question the Lions are the best team in the NFC North. Uh, and you talked about it in the in the last segment. You, know, you got Philadelphia, and you got San Francisco. You just watch Dallas get stomped by by San Francisco. Dak Prescott gets exposed in big games. He did not have a good... It Again, a quality good defensive yeah. units, he gets exposed. He does. And I think some of that's on his coach, too. Mike McCarthy, I don't think, uh, adapts well to good defenses. And that was that was, that was the case when he was in averaging. Too.
1: You know, Some will say, well, hey, uh, McCarthy shouldn't be calling plays. I'm like, they were averaging over 30 a game coming in.
2: The other thing you saw from them last night was when San Francisco shut down Micah Parsons and they shut him down, their defense didn't have anything they did not have an answer for Well, they don't have
1: digs which was a huge loss that's, remember yeah. he he could take a receiver out of the game he in could. the
2: second there he could and that's that that's showing um so that's that's your blueprint for beating Dallas when we play them was that the day after christmas day before christmas one of the lions play there late in the year and that game is looking a little bit better now you look at the upcoming game against the baltimore ravens they got beat yesterday they got beat because their their hardball made a um, inexcusable coaching gaffe at the end of the first half giving Pittsburgh points. Uh they they lost the game because of John Harbaugh. Like that you're feeling a little bit better about that. You know, that's a, that's a Baltimore team that has been shaky. They're they're wide receiving core as much as the time as they try to put into it. They dropped four or five yesterday. I think I think five. Uh they still don't have any size in the red zone. They're like there's they're not somebody that Lions fans should fear. And I think there was you know the sense of trepidation going into the season. Oh, yeah, we, we got to we got to play. don't worry about like they need to worry about us. And I think that that's the message that's starting to get out there nationally. It's like these lions. Okay, you know what? Kansas City was great, but I think I think the way that they've handled things and, and the fact that their losses to Seattle and Seattle is playing very good football right now, uh, and that's a team that you don't necessarily want to see in Ford Field in, in the first playoff game. You'd rather have Dallas, I think, but like they're 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 doing it against obviously Chicago, obviously uh you know Carolina isn't very good but they're beating quality teams of the teams that are you know at the upper echelon of the league they've played the hardest schedule and they're still there and by the way uh, speaking of
1: uh, hard and tough uh Tampa Bay's allowed only 68 points this year tied for the lowest in the NFC with the Niners so that's going to be a that's going to be a war. Can they run the football? Can they set up the play action? they be in the Lions on Sunday in Tampa. That will be a late game on Fox at 425, 3-1 and Tampa. I did see Baker Mayfield on the sidelines at the
2: Oklahoma-Texas game when the Sooners scored late to end it. He but was not going to miss Their that. defense is still legit oh, uh, yeah. in Tampa. Yeah, that, that that's a well-coached football team down there. And uh, I, I believe we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Baker Mayfield, when things are going well, is not the quarterback you want. When Baker Mayfield has something to prove, that's the guy you want. And he's still in I've-got-to-prove-it mode. And I think he's doing a very good job with that. And that's that's worrisome. The fact that they're coming off of a bye next week is also worrisome. Not that we're looking too far ahead, but it's going to be a fun game. Um, we should get the, uh, the top uh, broadcast crew, too. No more Chris Myers. Yeah, yeah, he's always a treat on
1: TV. By the way, the lowest amount allowed... Through four games because they had the bye would be Cleveland
2: right yeah and they're two and two and yeah, two uh, and two and I was in Cleveland over the weekend and they're ready to fire everybody are they really yeah so they've only given it up bad. sixty points in four games yeah and they're uh, two and two there's a lot of enmity that's still around because of the whole Deshaun Watson situation and well they banked they they banked their future on Deshaun Watson yeah and he wasn't good um, played one good game this year out of four and uh, now he's injured so. Not good. Uh, yeah, my my hometown fan. I'm, I'm I'm from the Cleveland area, and uh, hometown is not looking so good at their football team right now. It's it's fun to watch that from afar because, um, as you know, I did cover them for for several years. Um, it's it's nice to be out of that and focusing on a winner in Detroit. And the fact that I can say that and people aren't going to laugh at me is pretty dang awesome. <laughs> and one note about the Browns and the uh, AFC North, uh, you know.
1: Eight, nine, nine, and eight might end up winning that division. even though the Bengals did look good yesterday. Buffalo loses out of Jacksonville, Jacksonville riding the ship. Indy's three and two. Uh, look what Houston is doing right now at uh, two and three. CJ Stroud looks like the best rookie quarterback. He looks good. good yeah, he well, looks good. Well, we'll get to a lot. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter, Facebook, online. Joining us in studio on a Moneyline Monday. If you have a Lions or NFL question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge,
0: 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's Pumpkin Coin Toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. We
1: are back on the Moneyline Monday, wrapping up our number two. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. If you want to get in on the huge rivalry cup, two-person teams, MSU fans versus Michigan fans, that will happen at the Alpine Golf Club, North Kent Golf Club in Rockford coming up on Monday. Uh, You can get your team in for a shot at winning that free twosome. Go to at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and get your team in today. Big, bad, huge.